Yeah, you know, it, it's funny you bring that up about upgrading to the iPhone 6. I, over the last, I would say, week or two, have known about a half dozen people or so who either have already or are in the process of upgrading to the iPhone 6. And it's a lot, a lot of mixed reviews about the screen size. I've been hearing, like, it's almost 50-50, where some people are, you know, they love it, and then the other half are either blatantly don't like it or are really unsure about it. Yeah, I, I still strongly disagree with that. Disappointing. I I feel like I've gotten more used to it, but I still feel on occasion that it's a little bit unwieldy. And again, is it better? Yes, it is. It is better. Well, no, pretending the same clarity, uh, like I, I know it's more vibrant and all that kind of stuff. If those things were still available in the four inch size. No, yeah, I, I, I actually haven't mentioned this on the show. I've been meaning to. I, um, yeah, I was catching up on this uh, Orange is a New Black show on, Nef- on Netflix. And there were a couple of nights um, where you know, I was watching some some episodes and I actually watched them on my iPhone in just like, you know, on the couch or in bed or whatever. And I've never done that on my iPhone before. I don't think I've ever even opened the Netflix app on my iPhone before. But the experience of watching video on the iPhone 6 is absolutely fantastic. I, I'm not sure 0.7 inches is making the difference. It 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 really does with video. I I think with the number of other things where the bigger screen is better is pretty limited. Like I don't think web pages are any better. I don't think Twitter is really any better. I don't think Facebook's any better. Um, but with video specifically, the the bigger screen is really nice. Actually, I had my first uh, kind of first like personal experience outside of an Apple store with the um, the six plus. Uh, another one of my coworkers just just got the six plus. That thing is how many, a how many, how many days have they had it for? They've had it for about a month. They've had it basically since it came out. What's what's their opinion of it? Mixed, unsure still. Okay. And it, 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 it's, it's huge, man. It's, it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's a ridiculous, it's, it, it really, it, it's, it, it looks big in the Apple store, but in, it just in out and about in the world, it, it's, it's crazy. Did they explain their motivation behind selecting that one? Uh, yeah, they just, they wanted the biggest screen possible. For video or for, do they think typing was going to be easier? Just in, in general, um, hmm. Yeah, it, it it's 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 I think it's it's pretty crazy. I I again I I still think you know almost a month in I'm I'm still a little not unsure, but just it, it just I think going from like the four S to the five, going from three and a half to four inches on on the screen size, like that that felt like that took no time to get used to, and there was purpose behind it. And there was purpose behind it, but I just with the six, it's I'm, I'm grabbing my the iPhone six right now. Um, I don't know. Um, it does the, the iPhone six. You know, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. I stopped using a case with it. It it does feel really nice. the The way that the, you know the the glass goes edge to edge and kind of curves around. Like the iPhone six feels incredible, but the you know the screen size is still 
I don't know. And and don't please don't get me started again on the number of apps that still don't support the new screen sizes. It's fine. Sports Center still does not support. Who cares? iPhone six. Facebook supports it now, don't they? They they do finally. Instagram, Slack supported it from day one. Should be all about that. <laughs> I loved in. Did you notice in Slack's? Oh, you. I don't know if you would have noticed this, but. In Slack's update notes, they uh, said they now support Venti and, uh, and Grande iPhones. Grande yeah. iPhones. <laughs> See, that's that's uh, why it's amazing. That's why everybody needs to be using it. I thought I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Okay. So, do you want to transition into your uh, new Kindle? Sure. Yeah. So I, I I mentioned this on the show um, that I had, had pre-ordered one of these things, um, and it, it, it arrived today. Uh, a week ahead of schedule. It was not supposed to arrive until next Wednesday, but it arrived today. I don't know if that was Amazon just sort of sandbagging their original estimate date or what, but uh, it showed up today, and I've gotten to use it a little bit, and it's really great. Um, if you're if you're the type of person who likes an e-ink e-reader, I mean, this is without question the best e-reader I've ever seen. Um the industrial design that I'm actually holding it right now, like just the build of the device is so much better than all previous Kindles. Uh, it feels a lot more sturdy. The The way that the screen is flush with the bezel is really nice. And most importantly, the screen itself is phenomenal. It's just, it's crazy how sharp text is. And you know, I pulled out my paper white to <laughs> reformat it this evening, and uh, it's 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 kind of night and day, uh, particularly with just the sharpness of text between the paper white and the the voyage. So again, if you're the per- type of person who likes this type of device and this reading experience, it's I think one of the biggest upgrades Amazon's ever done to the Kindle. I mean, if you're not somebody who's into these types of devices, if you are content with just reading on something like your iPad, I don't think the Voyage is going to make you want to all of a sudden switch to using an e-reader, or I should say an e-ink e-reader. Uh, but I'm I'm super happy with it. I think it's I think it's awesome. The uh, the 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 page turning buttons are also kind of interesting. They're they. Yeah, they you can either you know touch the screen like you could with the paper white, or they just have these. They're not really buttons because there's not like a physical button. It's just kind of built into the bezel. Where if you just you don't even have to press. If you just slightly kind of you know apply some additional pressure to the side of the device, it skips to the next page and has like a very very little vibration, which is kind of different. And does the Voyage have uh, cellular? There's the option. Yeah, there's the option too. But I did not choose to go that way. And do you go with or without special offers? Uh, with special offers. Hmm. I, I, think I've, I think I've pointed this out before. I actually think the special offers are very tasteful. I mean, I've, I've actually had two or three that have resulted in me buying something. <laughs> So I'm, I'm exactly the reason why they, they sell them this way. Tremendous. 
yeah, I, I don't mind the special offers at all. They're not, they're not, um, they don't get in the way. I think they're most of the time very relevant. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with them at all. And with the, you know, the cellular stuff, I, I guess if I ever really did get into a pinch where I absolutely needed to download a book that I didn't already, I could just use, you know, my iPhone hotspot, but really like if I ever go on a trip or whatever, I always just make sure I've got a couple books loaded up on it and you know, it's good to go. Yeah. I think it mattered more back in the day when, um, personal hotspot wasn't a thing. Sure. Sure. But I mean, even with books, it's, it's, I mean, it's so easy and it, you know, it doesn't require a lot of space just to throw a couple books on there before you leave and away you go. But anyway, it's it's um I think my my initial impressions, I've been reading a few of the reviews and they've again been saying exactly the same thing. It's it's the best e-ink device you can buy. It's got the best screen, it's got the best design, the best build. Um but I feel like either you like these types of devices or you don't. And there's really nothing there's really nothing an e-ink device could do where if you didn't already enjoy that experience it's there's nothing it could do to change your mind. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what else this week? Um, and there was the, this Google inbox thing. I don't know if you saw this today. I did, although it's, it's invite only right now. And it's also, it doesn't apply to Google apps customers, so I can't use it. Hmm. So I was well, wondering actually, about that. So there's been a whole. Actually, let's let's talk about this. So it's uh, a a new approach to email where it tries to. So Google for a while has already had kind of like smart filters where it knew what was kind of promotional stuff, what was newsletters, and what was actual personal email. And it's kind of done this like little four tab little web view thing, so that you can sort your messages that way. So this is kind of just like the logical extension of that, where it tries to bubble up the important stuff and filter out all the noise and make email a bit more like texting and it's more conversational rather than just a gigantic list of messages. So it seems neat. Um, and it also seems like a lot of, I don't know if you've ever seen those other apps, like there's been Mailbox, which Dropbox acquired, and there's a couple of others that try to solve the email problem by putting this overlay on top of Gmail. Mm-hmm. So... I'm not sure. I mean, it it seems neat, but I I personally don't have a big problem with email. So, I guess yeah, I don't have a big problem with the Gmail interface as it is today. I actually I actually really really like just even like the Gmail web interface. Yeah. I think it's I think it's awesome, and I'm actually I'm pretty excited that on an Android 5.0 some of the images of the kind of leaks have come out of the new mail app and it, it now has support for basically any type of mail account so you can have you can just basically plug in your like exchange uh, account directly into the what on android is the mail app but the, like on ios is the gmail app and that that's that would be great i would love to, on my because i I I live with the iOS mail app. I've never loved it. But I I I think the idea of being able to use both Gmail and my work email in like the Gmail interface would be sweet on my phone. 
So do you like the way that the Gmail app is laid out on iOS? Um, not as well as I like it just, you know, in Chrome on my desktop, but I just think, I think the search features are so powerful and I think the speed of just getting from one message to the next is so great that I, 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 I kind of don't mind the layout. And it, it's still an, it's still an improvement from the default iOS mail app. Yep. Well, what, do, what do you use on your phone? Do you just you, do you use mail.app? I just use the built-in mail app because I think the, the Gmail app's super ugly. Like just visually it bo- it bothers me. Um, it doesn't go- like Google's icon like the, the icons they use for for back and forward through messages, the one they use for reply and the one they use for the go back to your message list all just look so similar. There's just a lot of things that I just truly don't like about the way it looks. So I settle with the mediocrity of mail.app because I just won't I don't really do anything more than a one sentence reply on my phone anyway. So doesn't make a big difference to me. True. Yeah, I'm I'm big with just sort of like triaging email on my phone. I don't really do a lot of actual emailing on my phone. So in, in some ways it doesn't really matter. But yeah, I don't know. I think more and more I've become a little bit disenchanted by the iOS mail app. I'm I'm kind of interested in getting something new it's it's sort of like the calendar app in ios i you know i I dealt with it for a long time but i was never really happy with it and i was always kind of looking for that thing that was better and then you know fantastical came along and it was just a breath of fresh air it saved the day yeah we should speaking of fantastical 2.2 is now available for ios 8 did you see this Uh, i did and I, i don't really get the the today widget so yeah, it yeah I I, I I don't need to see the month view. So okay, I knew, I knew exactly what you were going to say. So I had exactly the same reaction. I I I hope and I was really excited. I you know when I saw the update, I immediately added it to my you know list of widgets, and then I was like, oh, it shows like the month. Like that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like this is not useful at all. And I was like, oh, there there must be a way to change this and disable that month view. And sure enough, there is. Do you want me, you want me to share this with you? Oh, uh, no, I just found it. Okay. But then at that point, I... Yeah, well, so... The, the, I, see, I see that's... Well, I'm not sure how this is more useful than the built-in one. It's it's only marginally more useful. I, I think what I like about it is that it combines both reminders and calendar appointments in one view that you can interact with, which is neat. But I don't use reminders. Oh, I, I use reminders all the time. Like the OmniFocus widget, that's what's doing it for me. So I, I was actually thinking about this this afternoon. I think it must have been the Fantastic update that made me think about this. I, I really do want to have a conversation where you, we don't need to do it now, but I really do want to know how you use OmniFocus. Because I, f- I feel like I struggle a little bit with staying on task and just kind of getting things done. It was a copyright David Co. 2001, whatever it is. Um, Good poll. I like it. I want to understand is what I'm trying to say. So I, I really do want to learn more about how you use OmniFocus and maybe find out if it's something that would be right for me. Yeah, let's table that for the, the next show in two weeks. Okay.
Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. And also, so, and, and then uh, conversely, you should tell me about uh, wh- whatever you rely on to get to just do anything and why you think it's the best. Something that you think is somewhat uncommon for the everyday user. Hmm, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I mean, do, can you think of a couple apps that you have like that or not really? <sighs> but do you think you have those? Maybe. I don't know. I... I think I can't remember if this was part of a show that we've published or not, but we we talked about this at some point. I use a remarkably small number of apps on my phone. For all for all we talk about the App Store having like millions of apps or whatever, I don't I don't use a lot of different apps. I have like a dozen that I use every day, and that's that's kind of it. So, just a quick question. Uh, do you use drafts or Scratch? No. So, what do you do when you just need to, you have something in your head and you just need to write it down before you forget it? You're not sure what you need to do with it. You're not sure it's a, it's a, it's an email. You're not sure it's a reminder or any of that kind of stuff. You just need a text box on your phone, like, right now. What do you do? Well, I, I, know, I know the answer is going to infuriate you because I think I've actually told you this before. It better not be the built-in notes app. Mm-hmm. Ah, here it is. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I used it just, I think, today, actually. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I know. Well, I mean, that's why I think... But I like um, that you feel shame. Oh, I do. I absolutely do. I just, I mean, again, it, it's similar to how I used to feel with the calendar app in iOS and how I'm feeling more and more about the mail app. Like, I, I know that it's not, It's. I know it's not good for me. But I just haven't found what's going to be better. Okay. So maybe, you know, I think OmniFocus might be a good thing for me. And then I, I think maybe also something that you you can, I mean, we can maybe even, maybe this is a small enough topic where we can talk about this now. But I would love for you to show me the light on some of the uh, um, note-taking apps that you use. Uh, I think we'll save that for the other show because Ever- okay. Everett and Dropbox talk to each other really well. Hmm. Um, but no, like Scratch is what I use and it's very, very good because it allows you to, it just gives you a text box instantly where the keyboard just comes up and then it makes it easy for you to put that wherever it needs to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, I guess, you know, speaking of, of apps, I, I do have an app recommendation this week. You know, we've, we've mentioned that we want to do these every once in a while. Sure. So I, I've been a long-time user of Reader. Uh, this is a RSS app that's available on iOS, available on the Mac. Works great. Uh, but unfortunately, like so many other apps, it still has not been upgraded to iPhone 6. And you know, especially with an app that you do a lot of reading in, the scaling up of old apps, just it just it just doesn't work. It doesn't look good at all. So I was kind of looking around the other day for RSS readers, which have been upgraded to iPhone 6, and the kind of universal consensus was around an app called Newsify. Mm. Have you used this? I have not, but I do not like that name. It's not a great name, and the app logo is not great. Um, and that's that's two strikes, that's out. <laughs> but I'll, please, um, please continue, I'm sorry. But it's, um, it, it, is, you know, it is optimized for iPhone 6. And I think it's really nice. I think it looks really nice. It's it's actually very, very similar to Reader. In a lot of ways, it's, it's Reader with a different skin. 
um, just the way it the way it looks and the way it works, it's remarkably similar. Which you know, I guess for me is good because I liked Reader. I just got fed up with it not being optimized for the iPhone six. So I I've really been enjoying Newsify a lot, and it you know works with Feedly, which is where I have all of my feeds saved. So it was literally just a login away from being all set up in it. So I, I've I've liked it a lot. So if you're if you're looking for an RSS reader for iPhone six, which I, mean, I know you're not, but some people may be, um, Newsify seems like the best option so far for iPhone six. Okay, well that's good. It's free. Um, there is a two ninety nine in app purchase to get rid of the ad banner they have at the bottom. So the, um, so the app's three bucks. <laughs> so the app's three bucks. I just wish that, like, I wish there was a, a checkbox in iTunes where you could say, "I don't mind paying for things." How much does this actually cost? <laughs> yeah, they have, they're actually. I've actually heard a similar comment for some people as that as that being like almost a serious suggestion no, for like, the app like, store. So like as with Instacast, like earlier today, I saw like, oh, there's an update, and I do really like this dark theme. So um, y- yeah, do, do you want to you want to tell people about this? Yeah. So um, I didn't know it was. Is it or is it not a paid app? I'm kind of confused. Like, is is it doing an overcast style thing where it's now freemium? Yeah. So I so I so I had downloaded Instacast. This was Instacast five. I had downloaded it to my iPad this evening. I was trying to test out something, and I, I'm pretty sure that Instacast was previously like a separate purchase for the iPad, and I was able just to download it on the iPad tonight for free. So I think I think it is I think it is free now with just in-app purchases. Yeah, and the the totality of the in-app purchases is only uh 2 bucks. One of which is search which um I've honestly never used in any of the previous versions uh, cuz I usually know what show I want. Um and the dark theme, which actually looks very very nice. It's got some black and orange. It's it's giants themed for uh, the World <laughs> Series. Um it's oh uh do we want to talk about that? Well, we'll, we'll close the show with that. Yeah. Sure. Um, but I like it. I'm not sure it, it, I can't, I haven't really noticed the differences, uh, from what I use on the drive home, but, um, it looks nice. Have you, I guess you'll probably <laughs> test it tonight and see if it's compatible with your alarm clock. Well, well, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute, but I, I don't know. I, I think, I think the idea of, <laughs> buying the night theme and it's a and dollar i know no no i know and it, it's a great app so i, I don't i don't want to bash on it much but i don't know that that's i don't know if, you, if you're gonna pick something to try to monetize in your app those seem like two really weird things well i think it's because i want to offer like a search is something that the somebody who really uses the app or has a lot of subscriptions would be likely to pay for so that seems like a smart one, and I don't like a different theme. Like that seems totally fair. When like, I, I guess said, like yeah. you could only subscribe to ten podcasts, and then you have to pay us five bucks. Like I think that would annoy a lot more people, and that would that wouldn't allow you to fully evaluate the application. Like since I already know it and I already like it, I have no trouble paying two dollars to unlock essentially only one feature that I actually use. And, and I guess I could point out I. When I saw the search thing today, I originally thought that that also applied to the ability to search the podcast directory to find 
new podcasts. Oh, wait, you thought they took that away too? Yeah. That would be that would be maddening. Yeah. Okay. So that that's that was, you know, the initial text I sent you this afternoon was taking that into account was like Oh my God, you can't even, you know, search for, for feeds. But that, that is not the case. That this is just search for feeds you already have on your device. Which, by the way, if you have so many podcast feeds and Instacast that you need search to find the one you're looking for, that, that might be a different problem. Um, but it's also for like individual episode titles and things like that. And you can create like smart playlists where any any podcast episode that has like a key phrase in it you can automatically put it into a playlist which i don't personally have a use for but i guess it's kind of neat so it's it's that type of search that you're paying for yeah um but so going back to your point i i will not be testing it this evening because i'm i'm actually pretty happy with overcast now I think I think the way that it does its playlists is pretty nice, and I, I've gotten a good system going with it. And I think it looks really nice. I think it actually looks way, way better than Instacast does. Like, I opened Instacast 5 today, and even with the UI tweaks, which make it look more kind of iOS 7-y, I, st- I think it still looks pretty dated. I don't know. Compared to Overcast, I don't think it looks very nice. Um, I disagree, and I guess for me, because uh, again, I'm still um, a heavy laptop user, and I need a desktop or like an OS X podcasting client, that really restricts me to using Instacast. So, yeah, that, that's fair. Like Overcast. Overcast's little thing where they have like kind of this little like half-assed website for desktop uh, use is a non-starter for me. That's so fair. I, so I don't know. Yeah, I noticed today too that they don't. They, they, it doesn't have like an iPad app. It's just iPhone. So if, if you're somebody who listens to podcasts across multiple devices, I, I could understand Overcast not being for you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like that though. I don't ever listen to podcasts on anything other than my phone. Hmm. And eventually, maybe my Apple Watch. <laughs> I, I I forgot that was a thing. Yeah, they have built in storage. All right. Um, so it'll they'll be the they'll be the two gigabyte version, and then it'll jump up to the thirty two gigabyte version. I did like uh, there was somebody earlier in the week who tweeted. I think I, I sent this out uh, where they said uh, iPads in twenty twenty five, sixteen gig, five terabytes, and ten terabytes. <laughs> I saw I saw that. That was pretty good. <sighs> it's it's so it's so strange. It's, and it just it's, sounds so cheap. I think I, you know what I, I, I really do think that like with the next refresh of the iPhone and iPad in 2015, I, I think it's going to correct itself. I think we'll we'll go to some normal storage distribution. I think we'll just look back on this as being a horrible nightmare. But it, it's, so, so wait, what is what is the selling five different generations of the iPad? Is that also part of the same nightmare, or is that a separate nightmare? No, that's a separate nightmare. So that's the one where you wake up for a little bit, and you're like, oh, whew, and then there's no... <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you ever seen Inception? No. Oh, okay, well... Is that a good movie? It's excellent, yeah. Okay. Yeah, by the way, um, I'm, so I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan, who's the director of that movie, 
And he, the, his movie, uh, his latest movie, Interstellar, is coming out here in a couple of weeks. I'm very excited about that. Is that a sci-fi movie or? Um... Yeah, the early reviews have been comparing it to uh, a space odyssey. That's those are strong words. Yeah. And, you know, Nolan had said when he was first writing the movie, that's what he was inspired by. So I'm pretty, pretty excited. Cool. Um, okay. Uh, do you want to wrap up on the uh, the last bit about you being right? Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, we've been, I mean, we could do, we could talk about the Giants first, maybe, and then really wrap up the show with that. Okay, sure. Um. So it, I guess like almost every show we've done now the last few weeks, the Giants have been like in a different part of the postseason. They was like, I think the wild card game was on the night we recorded. And then like a week later, they were in the divisional series. And then a week later, they were get, either getting into or already in the championship series. And uh, here we are now on, uh, what is today, October 22nd. And they are in the World Series. Yes, sir. And we are looking at a 1-1 series. The Giants won last night in game one, and then they, they lost in... They gave it away today. Pretty, yeah, lost in pretty crummy fashion today. It, and it was disappointing because it, it reflects poorly uh, on PV, who did a pretty decent starting performance. Uh, yeah, he was fine. He was okay. That's decent. Um, I I was really surprised they brought in... First, I was surprised they left PV in as long as they did because they they showed a graphic during the game which showed how starting in the sixth inning he really struggled. So it it seemed it seemed like they should have just not brought him back out. But I'm I, putting that aside. I was really surprised they didn't bring in Petit for relief. I thought it was I thought it was weird they brought in Machi when they did. Mm-hmm. I just thought that I thought that was the wrong move. Even before Machi gave up that hit to bring in a couple runs, I just thought it was a mistake. Yeah, and, and Strickland has just not been delivering at all. And and it's just weird. I, I understand. So Bochi has been making a lot of really uh, smart moves, which a lot of times you would have considered as being the unconventional move. Um, but he has consistently not done well or delivered what we needed this postseason so in in a in a big jam like that that seemed like a just a weird weird play to make i yeah i think he i think he's got really good stuff i think he's got an awesome composure on the mound i really 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 want to like him and the fact that i'm still saying that after he's given up five home runs in the postseason is normally I would just be completely bashing on a guy like that. But the fact that I'm not is testament to how much I want to like him, but it's becoming almost impossible to still support him at this point. Five, five home runs in one postseason is a lot by any measure. It certainly is. And he's and he's giving them up in key spots too. It's mo- fortunately most of them have not changed the outcome of the game. I mean, even today's didn't really change the outcome of the game, but still, it, you're just you're putting your team in a hole, and that's not good. And it and it hurt a lot, but because you always want to come home on a, on a good note, but it'll it'll, it'll turn around. Yeah. 
Yeah, we, you know, speaking of coming to coming home, coming to San Francisco, we we looked into going to one of these games and who What do you suggest? I'm like I'm like okay, maybe he knows somebody, maybe like he's got some or like there's some uh you know some friend with a rich relative or that's just being benevolent. But okay, I, I let you have uh, have your fun of So I think reasonable. You know what's funny is that so my thinking was that the last couple times they've gone, I've I've kind of regretted not going to a World Series game. But I think what I had forgotten was I, I literally have gone through exactly the same thought process each of the last couple of times and have actually gone through the same exercise I went through today, which is thinking like, oh, well, you know, going to the World Series, it's like a unique opportunity. You don't know when you're going to be able to do it again. I should look into tickets. And then I look into tickets and it's like, oh, God, the cheapest one is $640. And then I go, OK, well, I don't need to actually go. So I think I've I think I've actually done that the last couple times, and I did it again this time. Apparently, the cheapest tickets were like close to a grand in Kansas City, so at least it wasn't quite that bad. Well, there's nothing else to do there. <laughs> the flyover conference. Oh boy! Let's bring that one back. Um. So yeah, game game three, four, and five, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, weather cooperating, or assuming with the weather cooperates. Oh, it's still supposed to rain on Saturday, right? Yeah, it is. So we'll see how that goes. Um, oh, it is definitely supposed to rain on Saturday. Yeah. Apparently. yeah. Hmm. But that's, um, yeah, that's where they're in the middle of the World Series. Third time in five years. That's pretty, pretty crazy. Pretty impressive. Yeah. But yesterday was a very, very solid game. It was. And today's... I think the final score was a little deceiving. I think this this game was a lot closer than well, no, we had nine hits versus their ten. We just unfortunately were not able to capitalize it on the uh, capitalize on it the way they were. Exactly, they had one they had one beginning, and we had a couple spots where we could have put up a couple more runs and just didn't. But that's that's that happens. So, um, yeah. But I mean, by the by the time we record next, the World Series will be over. So. And we will know one way or the other. Yes. A big, I'm a big fan of the, the World Series logo this year. I was not a fan of the logo. At least the, the logo on the jerseys. So the, this year, the logo on the hats and the jerseys is the same. But in 2012, they had a logo on the hat, which was basically like an image of the, the World Series trophy, mm-hmm. which, which, which I thought was just absolutely god-awful. But then the the patch on the jerseys was great, and actually, I bought a Buster Posey Road jersey that has the 2012 World Series patch on it. Really like that. Um, and also from 2012, I really liked the the postseason patch, which they put on the hats. And so I had bought a hat with that postseason uh, patch on it. But this year, uh, the postseason patch was I thought awful. But the World Series patch is really great. So I bought a bought a hat with the World Series patch, and now they have to win; otherwise, that hat is terrible. So, are you going to throw it out in disgust? <laughs> I I wouldn't know. <sighs> Too expensive. Does it still have all the stickers on it? Oh no, 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 no! Those come off immediately. You're not wearing it like the kids wear it. Ugh. Well, I figure you know. I I, I I figure it's a it's a good purchase because I'm I'm heading out of town here on Saturday. So I'm gonna you know of course wear it. So, um, be repping my Giants pride cross country. I look forward to 
Never mind. <laughs> you get doubled into a street fight or something, but it's, it's okay. no, 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 no. Yeah. I don't really think. I mean, I don't think people in New York really care one way or the other. I think I think body language converts to different things on the East Coast. Maybe. In general, I mean, last time I was in New York, I generally found people to be fine. They don't look kindly on uh, Uber motorcades. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have that experience. <laughs> I, thought, I thought they were very cooperative. Yes. Yeah. Mayor um, just moved right out of the way. <laughs> uh, anyway, go go Giants! Uh, next time we record, we'll either be talking about the Giants' glorious victory, or show. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe, you know maybe it's good we're taking next week off. It'll give us some time to process the outcome of the World Series one way or the other. Yeah. All right. So what um what what's the what's the big the big thing that I'm I'm finally right on. Oh, it's it's not actually that big. Uh, you were you were right. Um, about the power beats. Oh, did you did you did you buy a pair? I did, unfortunately. Ever since you mentioned uh the the fitting issues that you had with the uh Jaybird, whatever they're called. Yeah. They didn't fit right afterward. <laughs> and, and so I I psyched you out of them. And I hate you so much for that because I was I was so all about them, but they they just don't fit. Anymore. See that's and they that's, and like it just like every time I'd go to run after you we had that discussion they would like <laughs> fall out after two minutes or it would like lose the seal and it would just sound terrible. That then, so that's it's funny because I I had exactly the opposite experience where when I had the Jaybirds you were so adamant about them I was like I just I must be doing something wrong like I've put in the time I've tried all the different fittings like. I you know I trust Carlos's judgment. I just I must be doing something wrong. Uh, that's interesting. Nope. And the, the the power beats uh, endorsed by LeBron James. Um, they sound as good as the Jaybird uh, ones when they have the perfect fit. Except when you run with them, they stay in place. Right. And but the thing is, they don't even they don't move at all. They don't. Sound quality is fantastic. Battery life so far has been plenty acceptable. I haven't had to charge them after three workouts. Um, yeah, super excited about them. They they are really really great. I've you know, I've had them for another week now and or two weeks. I can't remember when we talked about them, but they they are they're awesome. Um, Did you get the uh, the bright red ones or the uh, black and gray? Uh, black black the black and gray. There we go. Very yeah. Nice. Um. Yeah, I can't can't recommend them highly enough. I'm I'm still amazed at how good they sound. Cuz I've always yeah, like Beats has had a reputation for being either like overly bassy or just being kind of crap quality, and these just sound fantastic. They sound to me like the just the Apple EarPods, just wireless and comfortable. And the yeah. EarPods, I don't like I'm not a, a headphone snob, but they sound good. Right. And well, I, I'm I am a little bit of a headphone snob, more for the fit than for the sound, actually. But I, I do care about the sound too. And not only did they ha- kind of have like the the Beats thing going against them, but I've also also thought that Bluetooth audio never sounded very good for anything, like either in the car or with a Bluetooth speaker or whatever. I just something about Bluetooth audio just never really sounds great. But n- not the case with these. 
And you, oh, you know what? Actually, I was going to tell you this too. I um, I got a phone call when I was out on a run uh, the other night, and you know they have a microphone built in, but the the microphone and the controls they they, they kind of sit in a, a interesting place. They're it's like almost like head for the most part, yeah. And so I I and it was it was a call I wanted to take, and I I just was like, well, okay. And I had never tried to use you know I never tried to use them before for a call. I was like, well, okay, I'll give this a try. And apparently they worked fantastic. The person could hear me great. I could hear them great. And it was fantastic. So I don't know how that's even possible. I don't even know how the microphone was working like that because it's not anywhere near your mouth. But it's science. He's a doctor. <laughs> I guess, um, but I, I was I was amazed at how well it worked for a call, even so. Just another another plus for the the Power Beats too. Yep, they are absolutely worth the price. Yeah, I mean, like the, like, like I said, they're not they're expensive. They're two hundred dollars, which is a lot a lot of money to spend for headphones. Um, but you know what? I I guess put a different way i spent i think i forget how much i spent for my noise canceling bows i think it was maybe 250 um and that i mean that's i bought those you know a year and a half ago and i mean those have been worth worth the price tenfold you know um so like I mentioned originally with the Power Beats, I think spending a little bit more money up front to get something you're really happy with is is worth it, especially something you use as frequently as headphones. Exactly. And while it you would say that it's 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 a it's purchased that's two hundred dollars, you'd have to compare to getting something that's mediocre and that you're just never really satisfied with that you're still wasting a hundred dollars on. Oh, you mean like the Jaybirds? No, those were one fifty. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I had I had had a pair of Jabra's. I had a like a Plantron. Like I've over the past years, I have wasted so much money on Bluetooth headphones. It's ugh. so. What you what you do with the Jaybirds? Are you just gonna sell them? I don't. I I'm not sure people buy that stuff used, but probably. Like I, I have all the packaging and stuff. Um, and again, they're fine as long as you're not moving too much. <laughs> like which, it had a good which for a pair of workout headphones seems like you might be. They worked fine for a while, and then you cursed me seriously. <laughs> And I was so mad. I um, <laughs> I mean, I knew right away. I, I, I really wanted to like them, but I, I knew after my, I knew ten minutes in my first run, I was like, eh, these are not, these are not it. And also the the Jaybird things, uh, they stick out quite a ways, which just looks looks funky. Whereas the 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 um, except for the Power Beats having a a obnoxiously long cable in the back yeah you know like, the cable... i don't understand like nobody's head is that big so what is the point <laughs> of the excessive length the cable i i was i was worried about that when i took them out of the box that was one of the first things i noticed um i don't find the cable annoying at all though i don't know it's how annoying, it but it's just why is it that long i don't know i thought it would kind of just like flop around though no, and it, just, it, it just really doesn't out. um yeah it literally just hangs out <laughs> Um, but but it's unobtrusive. You just, you, your head now has a tail for some reason. You're right. Ugh. I um no, you're totally right with the Jaybirds. Like hey, I, I mentioned, like I wear I wear a beanie when I run. You laughed at me before. <laughs> you're laughing at me now. And you know, I was not I was not able to wear a, a beanie with the the Jaybirds because they stuck out so much. But the the Power Beats 
they they sit pretty flat against your your head. They're great. And you know, the other thing I really like, and I think I mentioned this when I talked about them before, but it's worth reiterating. I love the fact that I just took them out of the box. I didn't even have to adjust the ear tips and they, they just fit and I, I was great. Oh, so you're, you're using the, 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 the round ones, the, t- the smalls? Yeah. Well, I think it's, I think it's the mediums that they come in the box with. Hmm. So I'm using the, uh, like the double tipped ones. Hmm. Th- those are very, very comfortable. Okay. I mean, I actually, you know, I should, I should actually give them a try. Um, but I, I, I was really impressed that I, you know, cause with the Jaybirds, no, I, you, I, ha- you need like a, like an honors degree or, or like, like a, a terminal <laughs> degree to be able to figure out the manual. And I was very impressed with the, the, the Beats ones because the manual was just dead simple. There were a couple of diagrams of like, here's how it should be worn, and that's it. Right. Like, I, I really I, I really don't want to fault the Jaybirds for giving you options. I, I think like that's... There's maybe too many you, to the point where it's just right. you, a lot of people I would, would say probably just would stop caring. Maybe we'd just return them. It, the, your headphones should just be comfortable out of the box. I shouldn't have to run like A-B tests for multiple days to figure out what the best fit is. Look at you talking like you're in the industry. <laughs> A-B testing, very nice. Yeah. Well, I, interesting. I That's not what I was expecting. Again, I, I'll admit when I, when, um, when I am wrong. Interesting. Well, I'm not sure I'm wrong. I think you just used witchcraft to curse me. <laughs> maybe my maybe. existing choice didn't work anymore. And there was something about the Power Beats where even when I when I saw them for the first time in a preview article, there's this, this there's something about them. They just looked comfortable. And here's the problem: is I think because it looks like it's not a Beats product. Um, like most other Beats items, look obnoxious and terrible. Like I don't. Hmm. Like, I don't actually no. I don't know. I think Beats headphones look fine. I don't think the looks have ever been their problem. Mm. I think they. I think they look okay. Mm. Some of the. I mean, some of the colors they've done have been kind of weird. But yeah. well, sorry. So I don't want to make this show go on forever. But uh, just well, so this. Will, this will actually. This might. I think we're we're long enough now where this will have been uh, two shows. But okay. anyway. Um. On that note, the deal with uh, Apple Store pulling bows and also uh, with the NFL, this whole fine thing, what's what's the deal with you wear Beats and you had to pay ten grand? Well, so, okay, so your, your first point, which is actually, it's funny, I, I put that in the Slack because I, I, I distinctly remember this on the show, I had mentioned that I was surprised when I bought the Power Beats too, as I bought them from an Apple Store. Um, I was surprised that they, they, they were just mixed in with like Bose and all the other brands. Um, and they, they just, they didn't really stand out at all, which I thought they might. And then sure enough, yeah, like a week later, it turns out that Apple is removing all Bose products from their stores. So, so apparently I think they're doing that because of some like patent dispute or some nonsense that they have. Yeah, they are. See why Apple would do that just because Bose products are exceptionally high margin products that have strong brand recognition with customers and are a pretty, just pretty good products. That so they're fantastic. Yeah. I don't, I don't see what, what they're like. That just seems like a silly move. Eh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, accessories represent such a small part of Apple's revenue. I, I don't think they'd really care. Um, yeah, yeah, so your second point about the NFL, so before the season, Bose signed a new big contract to be sort of the official headphone provider of the NFL. So like one of the big things that is new this season is that, you know, all of the coaches wear headphones because they're all communicating with one another. And those are all very 
prominently Bose branded now. Uh, I think they were previously, oh man, what were they? Motorola. Any, they were. They, they, that's right. They were Motorola. There you go. So wait, do nice, they nice use job. these alongside their uh, Surface iPads? They they absolutely do. And you know what? It's it's pretty interesting. The I've I've been watching this closely during games that I watch. The Surface iPads. You were using this phrase ironically, but the surfaces they they do get used a lot. Um, they, so the, the, the pat- commentators always refer to them as look, look <laughs> at them drawing on that iPad, pulling the plays. Right. Um, I mean the you know the 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 pattern for most NFL players, specifically quarterbacks, um, when it, when their drive is over, they'll come to the sideline and they'll look at uh where previously what's been still images now maybe with these surfaces it's even more than that but they'll they'll look at pictures from the previous drive to see maybe things they missed or things they can improve on next time and you know literally in the past it's been like just like printed pictures and so the quarterbacks will be sitting on the bench and they'll just be like thumbing through pages and pages of pictures and and it's kind of funny now you see them over there on the sideline and they're like swiping on a surface But then it's funny because some of the older school quarterbacks, like Peyton Manning's, one example, he still uses the old the old paper method. Do things properly. Yeah. Um, but so so yeah. So the the fine with with Beats now is that as part of this NFL agreement, players whenever they are giving a media appear, appearance and starting ninety minutes before kickoff of a game which I guess is how the NFL defines as the window where players like maybe on camera, they require everybody to either use Bose headphones or to use a pair of headphones where the, the logo of whatever they're using isn't clearly visible. And as you know, anybody who's seen a pair of beats headphones knows the logo is, is pretty prominently on the, on the, headphone headphones so every time a player wears a pair of beats headphones they have to pay a fine which i think has generally been about ten thousand dollars so stupid yeah i suspect though that most nfl players can afford that just fine but it's 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 the principle as you would say yeah Mm. all right all right decent decent uh Two short shows. Two, yeah, two semi-short shows. Two shows that'll be about five to ten minutes shorter than usual. No, th- these were two uh, individual shows we recorded. Uh, oh yes, with this, with, with this, with a seamless break. This is all fresh material. That's right. All right, so we will uh, we will talk again on in November. November fifth. Don't 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 forget don't forget to <laughs> well, <Sorry. laughs> oh, oh boy oh we'll 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 cut all that out well, just uh, don't you over my voice uh, I sure was you had voted already well so I was liter- I was literally as you said that about to say don't forget to vote but <laughs> <laughs> apparently you would have forgotten to vote. I, I wouldn't have. It's, it's, I just, I just have an image of you going into a or trying to go to your voting uh, station on November fifth. <laughs> oh man, yeah. this ship's over. <laughs>